Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. Free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636 778 3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, fromthefarm.com. These farmers are amazing. It's a, it's, it's a family. They're, they're here in Missouri, and they have the desire, just like I do, to see people well and to see people healthy, and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass-finished, grass-fed, meaning that's it, uh, a beef, and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs, they have chickens, and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving, and if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, but if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, or quality eggs, chicken, Turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. Uh, 
to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm. Uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. Fedfromthefarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Okay, great. All right, good to be with you guys. Um, first thing I want to talk about is just clean baking. Um, oftentimes when I'm meeting with clients, uh, and I, I personally uh, own a bakery, if you guys don't know that, it's called Sophie's Protein Bakery, and it's gluten-free, dairy-free treats, and we bake it out of my home one time a week, and then we either deliver it or we provide it, uh, we make it available here at the gym for pickup. And the reason why I started to do that was because um, I just wanted a healthy option for my daughter. I wanted to help her to be able to get through the day better, which I've kind of explained that to you guys. But at school, she was just falling asleep in the morning and getting very tired. And so I wanted to find her an option for something that would have actual protein powder in it and almond flour and coconut oil and just all these really positive ingredients and just really help to keep her sustained throughout the morning. So that's how I created the um, baked goods. And then it just turned in, you know, I started with a muffin, it turned into a cookie, and then it turned into a brownie. And so we bake those every week and uh, have been for the past two years. But I often will have clients that will say, well, can we go ahead and uh, eat your baked goods, you know, on your plan uh, when they meet with me for one-on-one -on -one nutrition? And they're always really surprised when I tell them that I don't want them to uh, eat the baked goods yet, especially when they're trying to lose weight. So if someone has already achieved the weight loss and uh, they're, they're not necessarily coming to me for weight loss, I certainly don't have a problem with them, you know, intervaling um, some of Sophie's treats uh, at all. Um, but if it's someone who truly does have weight that they would like to, to lose, then I really don't want to bring them in yet. They have the Enjoy Life brand chocolate chips, so they're gluten-free and dairy-free, but they still have sugar in them. That Those chocolate chips still have sugar in them. And sure, there's probably ways that you could make them, maybe just with the cacao nibs, uh, you know, to where they had absolutely no sugar in them. I'm sure there's ways that you could do it with... Um, you know, maybe, uh, um, you know, a, a chip that was completely unsweetened and adding more uh, stevia. But we use those Enjoy Life chocolate chips. So in my case, I wouldn't suggest those bakery items. Now, one thing that you have to be careful for when you are purchasing chocolate chips or dark chocolate is you just really have to hone in on those ingredients. So a lot of those items are going to have erythritol in them. So you have to understand that erythritol is a corn-based sugar alcohol, which we have talked about before in this program. So it isn't necessarily a great idea for you to be getting that in. And I guess you could argue the fact that it would be an, a, a bit of an improvement over uh, sugar, you know, just actual table sugar. And I don't necessarily um, disagree with that, uh, but it really, in, in my opinion, is still going to have a, a negative response in your body, especially if you have an immune condition because it is a corn-based product. Uh, and, and what I feel like something like a Swerve or something like just erythritol, I mean, which is basically what Swerve is, um, what I feel like it does is it actually ultimately ends up causing someone to crave more. Uh, so they'll want more sweet stuff or they're always going to be looking for that next that next sweet item that they can get their hands on. So I just think sugar alcohols are definitely a bad idea. Again, we've talked about, uh, but I also feel like they can cause digestive upset. Again, immune conditions. If, you know, you're dealing with, um, you know, immune sensitivities, then most definitely it can certainly cause issues. Um, I, I would suggest... Uh, the Enjoy Life um, chocolate chips because they are gluten-free, dairy-free, but I also want you to recognize that you're still getting sugar when you have those. Now, there's plenty of ways that you can make baked goods without chocolate chips. So there are actual ways that, you know, we make our muffins. Uh, uh, we have a low-carb version of our muffins that we make with applesauce instead of maple syrup. And then I add stevia to it. And then I have clients that purchase those without uh, chips. 
Um, so they're getting a much lower carb um, option uh, where, and it's not just lower carb, it's lower sugar. So the sugar content is dramatically different um, on those uh, because they're not having the chocolate chips. So ultimately there are ways, you know, and I could approach that like by, I can, instead of making muffins, I could turn that into pumpkin bread. Um, there's definitely different things that I could do with those particular uh, uh, recipes uh, to keep them low sugar. There's always another layer, in my opinion, of an alternative. So to me, there's always a way to kind of go about this and, and, and try to clean it up. So the first thing I'm going to show you, I've got an ingredient list here that I want to show you. Um, I felt like this was like truly the most popular recipe in the history of man. So I uh, included the uh, Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookie recipe. So it just feels like if someone's going to make chocolate chips, they kind of always go for the Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookie recipe. So I've got the recipe here and it calls for two and a fourth cups of all purpose flour. So what I normally would suggest doing is replacing that exact amount of all-purpose flour with almond flour. Now, you could say, well, could I use coconut flour? You could, um, but I personally feel that coconut flour is high-carb enough um, that it would prompt someone to even have a blood sugar response if it was all coconut flour. So I always tell people to use um, just almond flour, just evenly. So if it's two and a fourth, then you would do two and a fourth of almond flour. It calls for baking soda, which is fine. It calls for salt, which I use sea salt. Now it calls for one cup or two sticks of butter softened. And here, what I would do, since this is going to be a cookie um, type of recipe or a cookie type of texture, what I would do here is I would want this to be buttered. So I would use one cup of coconut oil and I wouldn't melt it. I would just kind of let it sit out a little bit in my mixer and let it get softened. And then I would actually start whipping it until it becomes almost buttered in my mixer. And that's actually how I start all of our cookies at the bakery. So again, just a full cup of coconut oil. And then it calls for three quarters of a cup of granulated sugar and three quarters of a cup of brown sugar. And so what I would do in that case is I would take that entire amount, okay, because you've got to make sure that you have textures, right? So you don't want to say, well, I'm just going to do three-fourths of a cup of this instead because it's expecting to have three-quarter and three-quarter of dry ingredients. So what I would do in that case is trade that out for protein powder, and I normally use egg white protein powder. I use flavored, so I use vanilla, so then it adds even more flavor to the cookie. You could also use chocolate and make like a chocolate, chocolate, uh, uh, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate chip cookie, which would be fantastic, and I know that my daughter would enjoy that very much. Um, so I always use protein powder, and I always use the MRM brand of egg white protein powder. There's plenty of other brands out there. There's J-Rob, there's Now Foods, but I've always used MRM, so that's the only thing I can say that I've personally experimented with. So I would do three-quarters of a cup where it says for the granulated sugar, I'd trade that out for three-quarters of a cup of the protein powder. Three-quarters of a cup where it calls for the brown sugar, I would trade that out for the protein powder. Now, I feel that the vanilla flavor adds enough flavor, but if you really needed to, you could get maple extract. So, I mean, you could sincerely get maple extract and kind of get it that, you know, get that flavor in there uh, so that it would kind of feel like you had some brown sugar in there with it. Um, then, of course, you would be adding vanilla extract too, and then eggs. Um, and then what I typically suggest for a little bit more sweetness, uh, just, to, just to prompt it to be a little bit sweeter, would be some unsweetened applesauce or potentially some uh, maple syrup. Um, and what you would do is, is just butter that coconut oil, okay? And just let that coconut oil start to get, you know, nice and buttery. And then it'll be like whipped. And then what you'll do is you'll take all of your dry ingredients and combine them into one container. And you'll just start like tipping that container nice and slow and it'll start to become almost like pea size. 
And then what you'll do is you'll add your eggs and you'll start to add your vanilla. You'll add your maple extract. And so you're adding those liquid ingredients to start to bring everything together. Now that the final, what I would see is how do I like this texture? Do I feel like this is too dry of a texture? Is it just going to crumble apart? Then I start just taking my maple syrup or my unsweetened applesauce, depending upon what type of sugar content I'm looking for, applesauce always being the better, and then you can add more stevia. Then I'm just kind of holding that over, or I'm, I'm starting with like a fourth of a cup and throwing it in there, and I'm watching that mixer go, and I'm trying to just evaluate, do I like this texture? Is this going to scoop out? And is it going to hold itself together like a cookie? This isn't a muffin. We're not pouring it. So we got to be cautious that we don't make it too runny or too liquidy, if that, if that makes sense. Um, so I would say let's just be cautious with that. Um, but add that um, maple syrup or that applesauce. If you're trying to lose weight, I would add applesauce. I would not add the maple syrup because... I really truly feel like it'll be too much sugar for you. When you add the applesauce, then take your uh, powdered stevia and just start adding a few drops in there. Now, let's say we wanted to make chocolate chip muffins, okay, or chocolate chip bread. You know, the same exact thing here. All those, all those things I just mentioned. Now, what we would do is instead of buttering that coconut oil, we would melt the coconut oil. Okay, and then what we, we would do is put a little bit of that applesauce in there with that melted coconut oil and your eggs. So you would start with all of your wet ingredients. You'd get all that well combined, and then we would just slowly start adding those dry ingredients to the wet ingredients. Now, if you really want this to be a muffin, then it still needs to be scoopable you don't want it to be like cake mix, uh, uh, like thin. So it still needs to be scoopable, but you don't want it to be so thick that it would literally just sit there like a cookie um, and could be molded, but you want it to be thick enough that it would go into a liner. And I would use a parchment liner just because um, with the different types of fats that you're using, uh, if you use just regular cupcake liners, it's definitely going to stick. Uh, so you're going to struggle uh, with, with getting it to come off of there. So I would just be cautious with that. Now, um, another thing that I want to talk about is like a, a product kind of uh, an example of a product that you could buy that's already mixed. And this product is called Simple Mills. And I pulled up their cake mix. And their cake mix is just, um, you know, basically a vanilla cake mix. Um, and it is... I mean, it is something that I've used for, before for Sophie, and I actually add a little bit of protein powder to it. Um, so the ingredients in the vanilla Simple Mills cake mix is almond flour, organic coconut sugar, arrowroot, organic coconut flour, baking soda, sea salt, and vanilla bean. This is actually a very clean bank of ingredients. However... The difference between the cookie that we just made and this is that it has organic coconut sugar in it. For whatever reason, people don't think that's sugar. <laughs> so they're just like, oh, it's coconut sugar. So that, that's good. That's not even like sugar, but it's sugar. It's sugar. It's just sugar that comes from a coconut. Uh, so you have to factor in that that is still sugar. So you're not having a sugar-free option here. Now, when we were dealing with making that cookie a few minutes ago, uh, if we just used unsweetened applesauce, we really are just bringing in some natural fruit sugar, which they're trying to bring in natural coconut sugar, uh, but you may have a little bit less of an impact or sugar response from that unsweetened applesauce and stevia than what you would from this coconut sugar. But for it being something that's store-bought, that's in a box, this actually has really good ingredients. Now, I pulled up the frosting, and the frosting is organic palm shortening. It's organic powdered sugar, organic coconut oil, organic tapioca, uh, vanilla extract, sea salt, organic rosemary extract, and monk, monk fruit extract. So, I mean, they are really trying. They're not, they're not necessarily using... Um, 
all coconut oil, though. They're using the palm shortening um, where we were trying to make it with coconut oil. Um, and then they're also just using powdered sugar, you know, so I mean, there's genuinely is sugar in here. But if we went out and we've got the Pillsbury little tub of frosting, you would find a whole lot of ingredients in there that we wouldn't want to have. I mean, genuinely. So at the end of the day, you're by all means in a better place for doing this compared to that. But, you know, um, if you're going to make the cake, I mean, honestly, if you truly don't, if you're not used to having cake, uh, you could make it, you know, in cupcake size. And I mean, there's just so many different things that you could put on top of that cake that really wouldn't have to have a sugar impact. Like you could get um, maybe like the mango peach or the orange dreamsicle uh, flaxseed oil or omega oil from Barleen's. And you could drizzle that all over the top of the cupcake. And what I would do is I would take like two cupcakes and I would divide them in half. And so I'd have four halves of the cupcake. And then what I would do is I would drizzle that oil all over that. And then I would get frozen fruit that has been thawed and there's a juice. And I would actually warm up the fruit, maybe cherries um, with a little bit of blueberries or cherries with a little bit of raspberries. And I would warm up the fruit and then I would pour some of that fruit over it where, while it's like still juicy. And you can actually like tell that the juice is still going to be on the plate. And then I'd probably maybe sprinkle a little bit of stevia on top of that fruit, but I highly doubt you would even need that. And so then what you're doing is you're taking like a bite of what feels like the cake and the cupcake and the bread, and then you're getting a little fruit and you're getting a little bit of that oil without having any frosting, you know, without having to have something that is actually having sugar in it. Those are just kind of some, you know, options. It will be very difficult if you're trying to lose weight and you're allowing yourself to have a simple Mills treat on a weekly basis. They have brownies, they have cookies, um, they have chocolate cake mix. It's, it's going to slow weight loss down. So you do have to understand that it's not necessarily a perfect treat, uh, but, it, it, but it is by all means better ingredients than it. And I hate just like, you know, uh, naming brands, but you know what I'm talking about, the Duncan Hines, the Pillsbury, you know, sort of those standard cake mixes. Now, we could go out in our Betty Crocker cookbook that I'm thinking everybody in the world has, the red one, the original one, and we could just type in, or, or type in, <laughs> well, if it's a book, we're not typing it in, but if we go in that book and we look up a cake, you know, mix, just how do I make a white cake or how do I make a chocolate cake? It's how I used to always make cake then what we would do is, is we would do the same thing. We would trade the flour for almond flour. We would trade the shortening for coconut oil. You know, we'd take the eggs, you know, we would trade the sugar for the um, protein powder, the vanilla egg white protein powder or chocolate protein powder. I mean, there's so many variables. You know, if you need um, something creamy, you could add the unsweetened vanilla coconut milk. We've got a lot of options of things that we can add for a cake mix. But I just want you to think any recipe, you know, a banana bread, re bread recipe or a pumpkin bread recipe, any recipe could be altered that way by just making those transitions, just making those trades. Okay, so just something to consider. Um, and that, that'll kind of give you guys a start, right? Um, if there's just truly something specific that you've always wanted to make and you kind of have questions about it, don't hesitate to post it in our group uh, so that we can all brainstorm together how to help you with it. There are some foods that, I mean, they're, they just, you know, they are what they are, right? They're, you know, they're just full of sugar. It just is what it is. Um, but... There are a lot of them that we can we can transfer some things around and actually make some shifts. I have a cookbook out there. It's called uh, Fuel Your Family. I'm going to show it to you. Fuel Your Family. And this whole entire cookbook is just recipes of treats that, um, like, uh, that I have made uh, for Sophie. Uh, like we have a movie snack mix. And uh, it's, it has banana chips and dried mango, dried pineapple, raw cashews, pistachios, and raw almonds. Um, and there, there's obviously some, um, 
dinner mixes. There's some shake mixes that, you know, kind of have, uh, you know, just a unique twist. Like this is a cinnamon sugar shake and it involves a uh, vanilla egg white protein. It also involves the apple cinnamon ancient nutrition bone broth protein, uh, coconut milk, and then stevia and extra cinnamon. Um, there's uh, chocolate covered cherries. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot of different options in here uh, that just kind of give you those snack ideas for family members, for kids. Um, I have banana nut protein muffins in here. And uh, the recipe includes egg white protein powder, uh, baking powder, almond flour, uh, uh, cashew butter or almond butter, mashed uh, bananas, vanilla, uh, coconut milk, cinnamon, sea salt, uh, maple syrup or applesauce, it says, and then walnuts or pecans. And I just made them into a muffin. Uh, but these could easily just made, be made in an 8x8 eight eight pan or they could be made into a loaf pan. So there's quite a few recipes in this book. I'm, I'm not trying to just plug the book, but it really, there's just a lot of ideas in here. Here's apple cinnamon protein muffins, uh, pizza stuffed chicken breast. Uh, you know, so there are a lot of different creative ways um, that you could kind of do some, you know, unique, unique things for your, your family that would make them enjoy life a little bit more, you know, and also for kids, there's Buffalo Turkey meatballs, you know, uh, just the idea of realizing that clean food doesn't have to taste terrible. And, uh, this is a picture of my daughter that's on the back. This is of course, when she was younger, um, but this is book is because of her and on the back it says our kids are not an excuse to eat unhealthy so we often hear people say why well, I, I have kids so I can't really eat healthy uh, they are your reason to be healthy so uh, that is was kind of what was behind me when I created this this uh, cookbook was just designing a protocol where families could still have their kids enjoy what they eat but also setting up healthy healthy boundaries. Uh, you can order the cookbook on Amazon. You just type in Debbie Portel, uh, but you can also go to integritytrainingsystems.com and order the cookbook as well. Both of them, there's a platform for both of them, but just to remind you, that's the Fuel Your Family cookbook. And then of course, we typically always have them available here at the, at the gym as well. And you know, but I know a lot of you are listening from uh, other places, so. Okay, let's talk a little bit about cholesterol. First, I want to say this article that I'm reading is from Mark Hyman, Dr. Mark Hyman. And I would look up his book, The Cholesterol Solution. I also like uh, Jimmy Moore, and he has Cholesterol Clarity. Those are two great books. But this article I'm reading from, this is from The Cholesterol Solution, and this is Dr. Mark Hyman who is a functional medicine doctor. He's phenomenal, absolutely fantastic. I would recommend pretty much any book that he has. Again, some of the foods that he recommends on from a dietary standpoint when he creates the diet at the end of the book, it may not line up exactly with what I've taught you, but that's just how it goes. You know, you go through five or six different books and you have to realize that just because you don't necessarily agree with every living detail of the book doesn't mean it's not a good book and doesn't mean you don't get a lot of gain from it. So I'm going to read through, I, I basically outlined what I felt like were key points of this article, uh, or not article, this book. So let me just go through some of these subjects that I think are really subjects that we struggle with with our cholesterol. Your body needs cholesterol to make hormones. This is something I think people really don't understand. They, the cholesterol also makes cell membranes and brain cells. Without enough cholesterol, your testosterone levels would drop and your sex drive and function would plummet. Your cell membranes, which are made of cholesterol, couldn't function properly. Your body would no longer be able to make CoQ10, an important nutrient that cholesterol medications block production of, which could lead to neurological problems. Um, if you want to optimize cholesterol levels, it's not about having lower cholesterol. It's about having the right type of cholesterol. 
Uh, food should be our medicine and our medicine should be our food. When you fix your food, you fix your cholesterol. And these were just, those were just kind of some basic points that he started this with. I wanted you to see that within the first three paragraphs of, of this book, he's talking about food for cholesterol. He's not talking about uh, the lack of medicine in your body. He's talking about the lack of proper food. Cholesterol is not the problem. It's oxidized cholesterol, a rancid fat, which creates trouble. Oxidation occurs when oxygen interacts with substances to create a chain reaction to cause damage. Imagine rancid oil and apple turning brown in the air or skin wrinkling from sun exposure or your car rusting. Cholesterol only becomes harmful if it is oxidized or turns rancid. That is why it's important to eat a rainbow of fruits and vegetables full of antioxidants. Rancid or oxidized cholesterol results from oxidative stress and free radicals, which trigger a vicious cycle of inflammation and fat or plaque deposition under the artery walls. The real danger occurs when LDL particles become oxidized and start the buildup of plaque or cholesterol deposits in your arteries. Using the right test, the key to understanding whether cholesterol creates a problem is to get the right type of cholesterol test. And 99% of doctors don't do the right test. My doctor does, he's fantastic. Most doctors are stuck doing outdated 20th century testing. The 21st century test measures not just total cholesterol by weight, but also the number of particles that make up that number and the size of those particles. And Dr. Hyman is saying that he is more interested in the quality of those particles. Are they light and fluffy like soft, harmless beach balls? Or are they dense, destructive golf balls? So these, those small, dense cholesterol particles cause heart disease. So it's really important. You know, you might actually have uh, high cholesterol, but then when they actually check the particles, the particles are, are they're, not, they're not hard and, and, and super dense. These small particles bang around in your arteries and cause damage, as opposed to large, fluffy beach ball-like ones that just bounce off and don't cause a problem. Some people may even have high cholesterol with a healthy profile of fluffy beach balls. So just super important to kind of get the right detailed testing done. Unfortunately, doctors often prescribe medications like statins to keep cholesterol levels low, but these drugs can introduce a whole host of problems, including muscle damage, brain damage, memory issues, Parkinson-like symptoms, and muscle aches and pains. All of this has been caused by cholesterol medications, which, which don't necessarily even work. In fact, a study in the New England Journal, we're just going to remind you that Dr. Uh, uh, Mark Hyman is a functional medicine doctor. A study in the New England Journal showed that even if your bad LDL cholesterol was below 70, if, if good HDL cholesterol was low, the statin drugs don't protect you. If you know the real cause of heart disease, it, which is sugar, not fat, sugar drives the good cholesterol down and increases the small dangerous cholesterol particles and causes prediabetes and diabetes. That is the true case of what most heart attacks are caused from, not LDL cholesterol. So why don't you hear more about this? Because no good drug exists to raise HDL except high doses of the vitamin niacin, which can cause flushing and other side effects. Doctors are trained to focus on statins, which lower the LDL, and billions are spent advertising them even though they are the wrong treatment. So that's a, a pretty uh, bold statement, wouldn't you say? Uh, then he says cholesterol functions. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, the body uses it to help build our cell membranes, the covering of our nerve sheaths, and much of our brain. It's the key building block for our hormone produ production, and without it, we would not be able to maintain adequate levels of testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, or cortisol something to consider if you're on a statin and you're struggling uh, with your cholesterol. Uh, I'm sorry, you're struggling with your hormones. Definitely something to consider. Does a high fat diet adversely impact cholesterol? 
Here's why he doesn't believe that's the case. The type of fat that you eat is more important than the amount of fat that you eat. I talk to you guys about that all the time. Trans fat or hydronated fats and saturated fats promote abnormal cholesterol, whereas omega-3 fats, and such as olive oil, actually improve the type and quantity of the cholesterol your body produces. I've been doing what I do for 20 years. So I have been dealing with uh, clients coming back to me after meeting with their doctors and being told that they should no longer have the uh, olive oil on their food every single day because it's too much fat and they're going to raise their cholesterol. Uh, and, And I have to somehow formulate a way to not go against their doctor but yet still get healthy omega-3s in their diet. It's a real struggle. So I'm very thankful for people like Jimmy Moore who wrote Cholesterol Clarity and for people like Dr. Mark Hyman who wrote The Cholesterol Solution because I need to be able to refer to other doctors. William Davis is another wonderful uh, cardiologist and he talks about gluten a lot, fantastic. Uh, Dr. Mark Hyman says, the biggest source of abnormal cholesterol is not fat, but sugar because sugar converts to the fat in your body. The worst culprit is high fructose corn syrup. Consumption of high fructose corn syrup, which is present in sodas, juices, and most processed foods is primarily, is the primary nutritional cause of most of the cholesterol issues doctors see in patients. Um, The main cause of heart disease, he says, is inflammation. It's the main cause, and it's what makes cholesterol dangerous. Inflammation can arise from a poor diet, too much sugar, and trans and saturated fats, a sedentary lifestyle, stress, autoimmune disease, food allergies, or hidden infections such as gum disease, or even toxins such as mercury. Be so surprised how your dental health can impact your heart. It's a big deal. A major study done at Harvard found that people with high levels of C-reactive protein, which is short for CRP, Um, which is basically a marker of inflammation, had higher risks of heart disease than people with high cholesterol. Normal cholesterol levels were not protective to those with the high C-reactive protein. The risks were greatest for those with high levels of both CRP and cholesterol, high levels of cholesterol. Avocados, nuts, olive oil, Fish oil all reduce your risk of heart disease and improve your cholesterol. And yes, even eggs, the saturated fat from coconut oil or butter are healthy. Now, I don't usually have people have butter because I try to have them avoid dairy because of the histamine response that comes from dairy. So not because of the the cholesterol in it, but because of the actual histamine and immune responses someone can have. New studies reviewing all the research on fat and heart disease found no link, even with saturated fat. The only truly bad fat is trans fat. Eat more quality fat like nuts, avocado, seeds, and coconut butter, and eat good quality protein with every meal. These are helpful in balancing your blood sugar, balancing your insulin, shutting off the fat production factory in your liver, and making your cholesterol normal. I want to talk a little bit about homocysteine. I don't know if you guys have had these levels checked. I get these levels checked often. Um, he, Dr. Mark Hyman says, if you are deficient in folic acid, B6 or B12, you will have an increased level of a, system, a substance called homocysteine, which increases your risk for heart disease and dementia. Uh, this can be easily addressed by the adequate amount of folic acid intake, along with vitamins B6 and B12, Uh, These have to be the right forms in order for those nutrients to work properly. Um, I have a really great summary that he puts in here of, you know, just the way that food can help you to improve your cholesterol. We'll go through these 18 items and then we'll move on to to exercise. Um, To avoid the blood sugar imbalances that increase your risk for heart disease, eat protein with every meal even at breakfast. This will help you to avoid sudden increases in your blood sugar. I'm gonna go as far as to say eat fat with every meal as well, just as I've taught you this entire time. So a quality fat source and a quality protein source. 
Number two, use lean animal protein like fish, turkey, chicken, lean cuts of lamb, and plenty of vegetable protein uh, as such as nuts and seeds. I'm going to also go as far as to say grass finished beef because it is still omega-3 fats and it's a whole lot different like we've discussed before than when you're getting the non-grass finished beef. Uh, combine protein, fat, and carbohydrates in every meal. Never eat carbohydrates alone. Remember that story in the beginning. Never just grab a banana and just run out the door. You're going to spike your blood sugar. And even though it's a healthy food, you're going to raise your cholesterol from the inflammatory response. For the same reasons, avoid white flour and sugar. Eat high fiber foods, ideally at least 50 grams per day. Vegetables, nuts, seeds, and fruit all contain beneficial fiber. A lot of times doctors will tell you that you have to eat oatmeal or you have to eat rice or you have to eat pasta to be able to get your fiber in. You get plenty of fiber in with your nuts and seeds and with your fruit and with your vegetables. Plenty of it. Uh, gosh, especially flaxseed or chia seeds, they're full of fiber. Avoid all processed junk food, including sodas, juices, and diet drinks which impacts sugar and lipid metabolism. Liquid sugar calories are the biggest contributors to obesity and diabetes and heart disease. Increase omega-3 fatty acids by eating cold water salmon, sardines, herring, flax seeds, and even seaweed. Reduce saturated fat and use more grass-fed organic animal pr products, which contain less saturated fat. None of that non-grass-finished beef. Absolutely none of it. Eliminate all hydronated fat, which is found in margarine, shortening, and processed oils. Soybean oil, canola oil, corn oil, uh, sunflower oil, as well as, in, as what's in baked goods and processed foods. Uh, instead, use healthy oils such as olive oil. Avoid or reduce alcohol, which can increase triglycerides and fat in the liver and creates blood sugar imbalances. Don't shoot the messenger on that one. I don't drink, but I'll tell you what, if you limit your alcohol or eliminate your alcohol, it could change your life. It doesn't serve you in any way. Um, so don't throw your, uh, 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 your hate at me for that, but I'm just telling you, if you really want to improve your health, you know, you certainly can by eliminating alcohol. Don't allow yourself to get hungry. And also don't trust the company that sells red wine to tell you that it's beneficial for your health. Don't allow yourself to get hungry. Graze. Don't gorge. By eating every three to four hours, keep your insulin and blood sugar normal. You will keep it normal. Try not to eat three hours before bed. We've talked about that. That's We don't want to be digesting when we're going to sleep. We don't want our blood sugar spiking and plummeting when we're going to sleep. We want our body to be able to rest, restore, and regenerate while we're sleeping. That's why people wake up tired, and that's why people wake up hungry. They're eating too close to bedtime. Have a good protein breakfast every day. You can start with a protein shake or you may use eggs. Some suppliers offer omega-3 eggs, which are ideal. Include flax seeds. I always suggest using flaxseed oil. I also suggest using uh, chia seeds. By using two to four tablespoons of ground flax seeds every day in your food, this can lower cholesterol by 18%. Flax is tasty in shakes and sprinkled on salads or uh, with a whole grain cereal. Now, I normally recommend flaxseed oil because I think there's some digestive benefits to having the oil, um, but you could certainly use the ground flaxseed as well. Drink green tea. It can help to lower cholesterol. And finally, eat at least 8 to 10 servings of colorful fruits and vegetables per day. I don't recommend eating 8 servings of fruit per day, so please don't get on that kick. I typically recommend 20 grams of fructose or lower. And remember, a cup of berries is usually between 3 to 8 grams of fructose. A banana, an apple, an orange, or a cup of grapes is around 15 grams of fructose. Uh, those vegetables and fruits contain disease-fighting vitamins, minerals, fiber, phytonutrients, uh, antioxidants, and anti-inflammatory molecules. That was an excellent summary. This was a month. There's a lot more information that I did not include for you guys on that, but I, I know we only have so much time, but that was excellent information on cholesterol. I would highly recommend if you do not follow Dr. Mark Hyman, H-Y-M-A-N, 
I would start following him. If you like to listen to podcasts, I would start listening to his podcast. He interviews amazing doctors and it's just phenomenal information. You cannot go wrong by listening to Dr. Mark Hyman. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, lymph stimulation, which we've talked about before. And the way that I daily stimulate my lymph is I wake up and I get right on my treadmill and I walk on my treadmill and I don't walk on an incline. I just simply walk at a, a, a just a good steady pace at a, of about like a 3.4 to a 3.8. It just kind of depends on, you know, the, the time of the day. Usually I do it first thing in the morning. Kind of depends on how I'm feeling, how much sleep I've had. But typically I like to be able to get the speed up there so that I'm moving at a really good pace since that I don't have an incline. What happens for me is that my lymph actually gets activated and I can feel myself feeling less swollen. When I lift weights, which I do um, multiple times a week, I lift weights four times a week, um, two at home and then two at the gym, um, I actually get to where I feel more swollen. So it'll take me maybe a good day to kind of feel like all of the fluid that can come from one of my lifting workouts will come off. Now, I mean, I look like I have muscle, so it's not like I, I feel like I look swollen body fat, but I just don't have the separation in my muscle that I'd like to see because my lymph almost gets challenged by a more intense exercise. So I personally really like to use that walking cardio as my first opportunity to stimulate my lymph for the day. I have several clients that use a rebounding treadmill and that helps to stimulate their lymph. I also suggest, which I've talked to you about before, dry brushing every single day with a, with a lymph dry brush. And then I like to use what's called a massage star. It's exactly what it, what it sounds like. It's a little star and it has different ends on it. And you know, one's a little bit more pointy, one's a little bit more flat, one's a little bit wider. If you go out to Amazon and you type in massage star. And then what I'll do is I will roll that all through my pec area. I'll roll that all over my shoulder area. I'll roll that all through this back area because there's a lot of lymph nodes you know, in this area. And if you stay super clogged up and this stays super tight all the time, these lymph nodes are not going to drain like they should. And if this area, if this trap area stays super tight on you, then this, all of these lymph nodes in your face, they are not going to drain properly. So then you could end up with more face pressure, more sinus pressure, just unnecessary pressure. And then I also will massage star that back part of my neck kind of also right in that occipital area in my head. And what that does is that really helps to keep me from getting pressure headaches behind my eyes. So that massage star can go a long way, but I would attempt to walk every day. Honestly, the people that I've had, I've suggested to have them do this, it's been game changing for their life. In fact, I just had someone message me this morning telling me that their, walk, their walks have truly changed their life. They find themselves almost uh, you know, learning more. They're educating themselves. They're listening to podcasts. They're they're listening to sermons. Uh, they're they're improving their health from all the things that they're learning during that time. But then they just go into their day just feeling so much stronger and so much less swollen. So just something to consider from a lymphatic standpoint. If you don't have a treadmill, then right now is the time of year. Get out and walk outside. And if you can do it first thing in the morning, empty stomach, you know, uh, with, you know, no food in the belly, then what we're doing is, is we're going to be much more likely to access stored body fat and use that as your energy source. What I typically do is grab a pinch of sea salt. I'm a crazy lady. I have water at my bedside. I have sea salt at my bedside because I grab it first thing. I also buy pajamas that also kind of work as cardio clothing. And so there's a company called Z Supply. This is for the ladies, of course. There's a company called Z Supply and I uh, will order from them and I'll order sports bras that are super soft. 
I don't even know how to explain to you how soft these sports bras are. And then shorts that are just as soft. And that's what I'll sleep in. And then I just get up because my treadmill, fortunately, is right there in my bedroom. And it's like tiptoe, 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 don't wake up my four dogs. I get on my treadmill. Sometimes it's like don't wake up my husband on his days off. Get on my treadmill. No joke. Uh, one time I did it in the dark because I was so worried about waking John up because he's like waking up a grizzly bear. And God love him. He's just not a morning person and I love him so much, but he just isn't. So you just have to like, kind of like have this protocol where you just don't talk to him in the morning. You just find a way to navigate around and you don't bump into him and you just have to make sure you don't need anything from him because if you do, it isn't going to go well. So we've learned after, you know, how to do it. Sophie and I, it's, it's been, you know, seven and a half years. We've figured out what we need to do in the morning, but I tiptoe over to my uh, treadmill and I have that outfit on. And so that's, that's what I, that's what I get on. I get on and do it. I have a pair of tennis shoes over there and I also have like a cover up. And so what I do as soon as I get off is I put my cover up on, I go and I go downstairs I get my coffee made. I get Sophie's breakfast made. I come up, I wake her up. And the next thing you know, it's time to get the dogs and they're ready to go. So I've like done this whole thing. It hasn't interrupted my life. It hasn't taken time away from my family. It, you know, my dogs are just laying there relaxing. I'm getting to do it with them. I've set up a formula that really, really works well for me. Uh, Brenda is saying, thank you for the information about the massage. I'm losing four to five pounds every time I have a deep tissue massage. And again, you know, I was just talking about using a massage star. I get a massage every week. Now, I am not made of money. In fact, to be completely honest with you, it wasn't until this month, this is our sixth year in business. This month is my first month of earning a paycheck. <laughs> I am taking a paycheck this month and I couldn't be more excited about it, but I have donated my time to my business for six years. So I am in no way made of money, uh, but I have made major sacrifices to be able to get a massage every week. I don't buy new shoes. I don't get to get new clothes all the time. I don't buy fancy jewelry all the time. Uh, well, not all the time. I don't buy fancy jewelry any of the time. Uh, but I, I don't, I decided to not do other things. Um, and I get a massage every week. And what it does is it positions me at the beginning of my week. I do it on Tuesday, which is my day off. And that, that's how I start my work week. Because on Wednesday, I'm going to arrive at work at 8 o'clock and I will not walk out the door until 10 p.m. Okay, so it is an extremely long day and I will do the exact same thing again on Thursday. And then on Friday, I will work from 8 until 7. And then on Saturday, I will work from 10 until 5. So I have to be ready. I have to be geared. I, or I'm not going to offer anything great for anyone. But when I go to my chiropractor and I go to my massage therapist, I can just tell I'm better from it. And like Brenda said, I wake up the next day. I can see my muscles. They are so defined. My shoulders are coming in. I have a striation in the middle of my shoulder. She does so much with this sort of like, I know it seems like a weird area, but this armpit area, she does so much draining. She does so much draining in my pec area. She does a lot of work in my piriformis area, you know, just on the side of your hips. Um, I mean, I feel so much better after that massage. If you all are not doing that on a regular basis, I would highly recommend it. And I'll be honest, I do not feel every massage therapist is created equally. So you really do want to talk to people and ask them, you know, hey, have you used someone that you really trust? Um, you know, and why, you know, what, why do they love that person so much? What was so different about them? Because again, honestly, just like trainers, sometimes something could actually hurt you more than it can help you if you're not doing the right method. So you want to try to find someone that understands your imbalances, understands your problems and can truly help you with them uh, while, while knowing okay, this is, this is the way I should be doing this, you know. Now we're going back to the code uh, where, we, where we, kind of where we left off last week, where uh, Jocko basically positioned us uh, to really ask ourselves some questions, you know, about 
you know, what our goals are, what our standards are, what our missions are, uh, uh, what's the ideal, uh, what's the clear path, you know, and, and so there is a section that very specifically writes out what your code should be. I'm going to pass over that and come back to that. And what we're going to talk about today is what is the path? And that that's what the title is. And it says the path is how you become what you want to be, who you will want to be, and what the world needs you to be. And I'll just even intervene and say what, who, who, what and who God needs you to be. Um, and then it's how you reach your greatest potential. It is the path of it is the path of discipline that leads to freedom. The path is a war against weakness, so it leads to strength. A war against ignorance, so it leads to knowledge. A war against confusion, so it leads to understanding. The path is your life. And so the path is different for everyone. It is your goals, your dreams, what you want to become. The path is yours. But at the same time, much of the path is the same for everyone. The path is how you strive to become an eminently qualified human, which I really think is awesome. And then he says, how do you find the path? Finding the path isn't as hard as you think. Some of it is clearly defined in the code. The rest of the path comes from simple questions you can ask yourself. What do you care about? Who do you want to be? What matters most to you? What are the most important things in your life? You know, who are the most important people in your life and what do they need from you? Answer those questions, then write down what you need to do to achieve them. Those things that you need to do, those are the things that you need to do, that you are supposed to do and that you know you must do. Those things are the path. The path is in your head waiting for you to follow it. All he's doing, which is amazing and I love him for it, is he's just trying to organize uh, basic life. You know, he's just trying to give you a plan for basic life because so many people are walking around so jumbled. And then there are those people that really want to be exceptional. And I'm one of them because God has a plan for my life. He has a purpose for my life. He has a path for my life and I can see it. And the reason I can see it is because I've fervently gone to him in prayer and asked for the wisdom to see it. I've asked for the vision to see it, okay? You know, I wasn't 17 years old knowing exactly what I was supposed to do. In fact, when I was 18 years old, I was getting a job in finance. And then I thought, this is what I'm supposed to do because I got a job and they gave, they helped me pay for college. I didn't know anything about asking God what his plan was. And then when I finally started to involve him, I started to apply prayer to it. I started to apply purpose to it every day. God started showing me every single day. And he showed me in the most difficult times of my life, a time where I actually literally thought I might die because I was so sick. He showed me that one day, all that I was learning and all that was happening was going to be a tool that would catapult me into a position that I could change lives. And it didn't even seem feasible when it was all happening because I couldn't even walk without someone assisting me. So at the end of the day, I heard from God in my darkest hour, in the deepest, darkest time of my life, I heard from him and I caught a glimpse of the vision that he had for my future and I hung on to it for dear life. And so what, what Jocko's trying to say is, you know, with what we discussed last week, is he's just trying to get you to take that and he's trying to say, okay, what is your goal? My goal is to honor God every single day and to truly live out the call and purpose that he has for my life. I want to please him every single day. That is my number one goal because if I'm doing that, I know that everything lines up. What are my standards? Well, the Bible is a pretty good start, okay? My standards are being aligned with Christ's standards, okay? And in having integrity in all that I do. What is my mission? My mission truly is to serve God, but to change lives while doing it, to make this place, Integrity Training Systems, a ministry for good health. 
but a ministry for your spirit and to be able to have people come in here and feel like they're part of a family, a part of a family that supports them and helps them to grow into better people. This group program, a lot of you have never met each other, but I sit and watch you in these messages and I sit and watch you support people you've never even met. So even in this group program, we've formulated a way for my mission to actually come to pass. You guys are supporting each other and, and it's just, it's an amazing blessing to watch it all happen. Uh, what is the ideal? I mean, the ideal is, is that we don't ever give up. We press on, you know, we, 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 we just keep fighting in the midst of difficulty. We endure hardship as a soldier. And no matter how challenging it is, or no matter how much the bottom feels like it's being pulled out from underneath us, we don't give up and we always, always act with integrity, no matter how difficult the situation is. Without a clear path, the path cannot be followed. God's given me that clear path. I had to pray for it. I had to believe him for it. And I had to wait for it. And it came to me and I saw it. And I'm telling you, it has taken me again just in this location, six solid years to fulfill it enough to allow me to earn a paycheck. How many people do you know that would have done quit it at this point? Sorry for the grammar or the slang, but how many people would have quit? How many people would have said, enough's enough. I need to make that money. Enough's enough. I deserve to have a bigger paycheck. I feel like I'm not being super humble in the explanation because I feel like I'm patting myself on the back. But what the reason why I'm trying to, to tell you that personal story is because the only thing that kept me hanging on every single day of the six years, every single time someone told me to stop, every single time someone told me I deserve better, every single job opportunity I was given, the only thing that kept me hanging on was that vision. It was that mission. It was that goal. It was those standards. And it was knowing in my heart, in the depths of my soul, that I was carrying out God's call and purpose and that I would do it every day for the rest of my life if I never earned the paycheck because God is my provider. He is my source and he made it possible for us to pay our bills. He made it possible for us to provide for our family. He's made it possible this entire time. Now, I don't know what your situation is. It may not have anything to do with finances, okay? But mine didn't always. I had a health circumstance 22 years ago. That's what led me into this. Now, I went three years not having answers, 22 different doctors trying to figure out what was wrong with me. But I'm telling you, I got into faith. I believed every word he said in that Bible, and I trusted him for the answers. And so instead of completely giving up and just accepting the fact that I have an autoimmune disease and just living with the consequences of an autoimmune disease, I have fought every single day for change. Still to this day, for the past nine months, I've been doing a carnivore diet to try to improve my immune system and to try to do the ultimate elimination diet and see if it didn't help my immune system. Still to this day, I'm doing stem cell treatments. I go every week. I drive 50 minutes away to a, a, a doctor, a Dr. Eric Naputi. I go to his office and I get a vitamin C injection. Okay, I drive all the way into Dr. Bly's office, which is 30 minutes away, and I get a glutathione injection. That's where I do my stem cell treatments. That's where I do hormone replacement therapy. That's where I go and I, I learn about preventative medicine. That's why I take Elysium every day, an NAD product. That's how I learned what supplements I should be taking. I didn't give up, okay? I didn't give up on my health. I haven't given up on my, biz my business. But what kept me grounded and what kept me focused, what kept me inspired, I hate to use the, the, reason, the word motivated, but what kept me fighting, I don't want to use motivated, I would say what kept me fighting, because that's what I had to do with, in both circumstances, was the vision I felt in my heart. It's what I prayed and it was the answers that I received from those prayers. And it wasn't always the answer that I wanted. 
I didn't want an answer that I had an autoimmune disease, but I finally got clarity on what I had. And then therefore God was able to give me the wisdom to know what to do to be healthy. Uh, I finally got clarity on what and how we needed to run this business. And I fought the good fight until the business became successful enough to run itself. Now it's successful enough to run itself. In our case, that took six years. Let's just take into consideration we had a two-month shutdown last year. So that certainly extended the process a little bit. But God was faithful. He was faithful. And now I get to take a paycheck this month. He'll be faithful to you. He will be faithful in your situation. He cannot be faithful if you're not presenting it to him. If you're not going to him and saying, I'm open. I'm open to receive. Give me the wisdom that I need, God, and give me the grace and and the strength to endure whatever hardship that is going to come in the process, which uh, you know, obviously is going to happen when you're trying to take your life to a different level. You're going to be battling the devil. That's just how it is. The enemies will come and you will see them. And some of them will be wolves in sheep's clothing. It'll be from the least likely suspects, but you still fight because no matter what you've identified the vision, you've identified the mission, you've identified the goals, you know what the standards are. You don't have to go to other people's level. You are on God's level. You are in his zone. You are focused on what he wants you to do with your life. I hope that this helps some of you. I pray that, you know, you receive this in a way uh, that it truly, it truly catapults you to make a decision to go to that next level. Now, understand that if, if you are in a position to where you have no idea what the answers are to any of those questions I've asked you, that's okay. That's all right. Pray for the wisdom. Pray that God gives you the answers. Pray that he gives you the, the answers to all of those, okay? I pray blessing on each of you. I pray protection for, for, from the virus. Um, I just want to believe God today for change in your health. I want to believe God that you are willing to 100% die to your flesh, that food will no longer be an idol for you, that you are not using it to cope through situations anymore, that you don't use it to identify uh, with how you can be comfortable in situations and around certain people. I pray that you make healthy choices and that you do not make exceptions for poisonous ingredients. And I pray that those choices will truly change your life forever. God bless you all. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so glad I got to spend this part of Saturday with you. Have a great day.